Yeah, man, let's go, man, let's go. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Let's mm-hmm. go. <laughs> so, uh, we are now recording a new episode of the podcast. I want I want everyone who's listening to know right at the beginning of the episode that times are tough. The fact that we are here and we can actually record an episode for you is it's miraculous, frankly. Times are tough. It's a miracle, particularly con- considering considering um, the, the this month that we've endured. Guys, this was a, a painful month, you know. <laughs> To say the this least. was a, oh everyone is crying but ah ooh. this was an especially painful month um yeah then, look then have you ever just like have you ever just been walking and then like you get a bank notification and you just collapse to the floor and you just start crying <laughs> like little dirt like in, in the supermarket just no <laughs> I fell onto my knees Dude, that's, I, I'm not even excited. I'm just like, ah, dude, there's a bank notification that hit, hit that came at the wrong time yesterday. I was like, Wait, Phil, do you want to know how bad it is? <laughs> there was, if you were to ask me six months ago, one artist mm. performing in Zim that whose concert you would never miss, an ah, African artist. We're, I think we're I would in have, the same boat. I would have said Burner Boy, Philip. We are in the same boat. In fact, dude, what happened when you asked our patrons to send us money for Burner Boy? <laughs> well, if our patrons are failing to keep up with Patreon itself, <laughs> and we owe for new equipment and Burner Boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> so we can be on the ground, you know? So we can be on... <laughs> Do you want us to cover Burner Boy for you or nah? <laughs> you know what I mean? Actually, you know, we should call Jason on the podcast. <laughs> call him. No, that's just rude. <laughs> ah, hey, bro. That'll definitely, that'll, definitely, that'll definitely get you blocked. If you guys want to know how little pull we have in these streets. No, okay. Um, let's let's actually start the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Mm, I've I, actually, ask, I think I've got, the, the, I've, I've got a fitting song. Do you have a song to start the show? Do you, or should I play the song? Oh, please go ahead. Please go ahead. Mm. I think this is the the most I couldn't find the clean version so I'm playing off YouTube cuz I'm trying to consider you here then Stop looking at what you ain't got start being thankful for what you do got Come on be thankful for what you do got damn So Dan, there's there's multiple layers to this, but Mm -hmm. when you're struggling to pay those bills and your electricity meter is in the single digits, you know what you do? Just stop worrying about what you don't have and just focus on what you do have Mm. and live your life. <laughs> you know when you have to turn to an old Rihanna and T.I. song Ah, things are tough, eh? Things are tough <laughs> Ah, things are tough <laughs> For some reason for, No, I don't even like For some reason I was watching the, the Fenty debacle And this song just got stuck in my <laughs> Listen we're, we're, we're gonna talk about that I don't like how you guys are representing <laughs> We're gonna talk about this Because <laughs> she 
anyway anyway let's start the show ladies and gentlemen boys and girls i have to ask are y'all good to go sound of the them let me hear a drum this is the release for every nation No constellation, no constipation We'll call dehydration In the nation Welcome to another episode of Two World Twimbos. It's your favorite podcast with your favorite host. My name is Danny that guy, aka Danos the Mad Titan, aka Denford Wegumaraini, aka Denimbi, my life your entertainment, aka I'm done with these streets. Watch me sell three toes, Philip, and change my life forever. AKA Akuna Mum Wendy Danimo. This is the only mistakeable, the irrefutable, the unquestionable, the undoubtable Phil Chad, a.k.a. Flint Floss, the big boss, baby, a.k.a. Feeds Up P, a.k.a. Sexington Lovu, a.k.a. Filthy Phil, a.k.a. Shamari, Nitengaro Drink, Nerent, Nezimajin, because that's the most important Like for real this time, though. Like for real, Nitengaro Matu. Ah, Mawa. Tiriku Tambu Ra. Oh, so then I was in a business meeting today. Mm-hmm. And the first, so uh, at, a, at a meeting with the team, the first thing I, I meet someone, he's like, "Oh, I love, I love two broke trombos." Like, oh dear. What's wrong with that? That sounds great. Means you already have an in, you see. Ah no, it doesn't She's like, yeah, you, you guys are so silly. So I was like, man, I'm trying to be serious right now. I'm trying to sell dreams. You see, you guys are so silly. Like, you, no one can take you seriously, right? Ha, 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 ha. Man, if you don't shut up. <laughs> All right, hey, listen, positive vibes. No more complaining. Philip, we're going to start the show with some positive vibes. Zimbabwean is doing it big. This past war, weekend war, 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 with the war, Zim Achievers war. Awards, you may have noticed one or two mm. 360 degree cameras. Ah, those, <laughs> those things are a scourge. Mm-mm. Uh, Why didn't we invest in those? We could have, <laughs> we would have been set then. You know that they got it. said, "Camera was smart. Camera saw it in his name. He was like, ah, this is mine. This is my thing.' And now look at him. Well, <laughs> the, the the Zim Achievers Awards, as I mentioned, were indeed held uh, this past weekend, and glitz and glam was the order of the day at the sold out Zimbabwe Achiever uh, Awards in our diasporan suburb of the UK. It's the 11th edition of the awards. Um, mm-hmm. I want to read some of the, the, the big winners on the day as our Zimbabweans doing it big. 
Um, the Founders Award, Philip, went to Lance Mambundian, CEO of Bank ABC. Okay. Panel's Choice Award, Kareen Sky. I don't know if you were following... Uh, um, yes, 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 yes. I'm not exactly. in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. How do we escape from the Ukraine? Um, let me see. I, I don't really know. Female Entrepreneur of the Year, Male Entrepreneur of the Year, a Business of the Year Award, Bespoke Events by Jules. Um, cultural Ambassador, Sisa Senkosi. Um, male Personality of the Year, Nkreku. Mm-hmm. Well okay. deserved. Cool. Female personality of the year, Neo the DJ. Ooh, mm. also won People's Choice Awards, so you know. So, uh, um, what what else is this? You know, screw it. I don't care. So I don't. I don't know if they still do it, but one of the reasons I stopped rating the Zoom Achievers Awards is they nominate you, then they'd make you pay for your table, not a ticket, a table. If you're nominated, and if you didn't. And if you did not buy said table, you're guaranteed you aren't going to win. So it's a very, it's very much, it's very scammy. I don't, I don't like the way they move. I haven't liked the way they move. So I'm confirm if they still move this way. So I'm making a phone call. Let's see. Hmm. Are you phoning someone was nominated or someone was there? Yeah, someone, someone was there. I asked that. Ah, we've got no pull in these streets, bro. Zero pull in these streets. Yo. Hello, is this Mukuzema Joni? Yes, okay, King Andorra. King Andorra, you're live on the podcast. Uh, we are just doing a recap of the Zima Chivas uh, Awards. We noticed you're nominated. Uh, how was the evening? Wait, wait, I was nominated. Were you not nominated? You no, just went there? No, I wasn't nominated. I was doing a set. Ah, mm. ah, uh, ah. Yeah. Ah, no, I was, yeah, I was nominated. I was doing, uh, I was providing comic relief. Ah, okay, so I'm not did bye bye. So wait, did they, even as an employee, did they make you pay for your seat? No, I was being paid to be there. Ah, okay. Okay, so what, what about what about other people who were there? Were their seats paid for? Like the nom- the nominees, did they have to pay for their seats? No, I'm. I'm not too sure. I. I. I, I would be speaking out of ten. Mm, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, but I, I. I was. I was. I was invited to come perform. I. I gave them an invoice. They paid for. I showed up with my wife. You took the. Yeah. You took the 360 yeah. video. Gggg yeah. and Abo. Yeah, yeah. And then we came home. Uh, I, I. I don't know who paid for what. I. I know the people who had to be. They like who is I know there were tickets being sold. I don't know if they were being sold to everyone. Mm. That I don't know. Okay, okay. And all in all, how did you yeah. find the award shows themselves? Were they well organized? Were they? Was it an enjoyable evening? It was surprisingly enjoyable. I went there very, very skeptical because I know Zimbabwe people. Wow! But <laughs> I was very, very. There was an open bar. You know, people were dressed nicely. There was a three sixty video. That's really impressive. <laughs> That's what impresses you. <laughs> That's a three sixty video. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was. You know, I think the most impressive part was we didn't have to pay to get our things. It was fully paid for. That part <laughs> <was really> <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you know I, what? Because I know how Zoom organized. There, there was also a 360 video so, at the Fenty launch, so you know, you know. Yeah, same, same. Ah, <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm proud of you. You've I'm grown, eh? The good side of the ah, well done. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I saw you. I saw the tea up. I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All good, man. Eribo. <laughs> 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 so carrying on with some of the right, awards so outstanding achieving in, uh, achievement in music male official just king outstanding achievement in music female maxine um young achiever of the year cakes by ruva influence of the year dj mel okay okay and then i've got to stop okay, i i don't want to i i i know i i can't if it's no one gonna say the obvious yeah i don't mean to be rude I don't mean to disparage any of the hustles these people are doing. I'm sure you guys are doing well in your respective fields. Shout out to all you guys doing your things and hustling and getting your names out there so forth. You know what I mean? No disrespect to you. But who the hell are y'all? I don't know none of these niggas. <laughs> Phil, have you ever won a Zim Achievers Award? I was I nominated think not. twice. <laughs> Have you read? <laughs> yes, that's how I know. Because when I got nominated, they were like, Yo, are you paying for your table? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so congratulations to all the winners, notwithstanding what, Pils, what Phil said. <laughs> the restaurant of the year, by the way, is Ekaya Bayan Grill. And media outlet of the year is Cade Culture. Sports personality of the year was Musa King Mufasa. Wait, okay, wait, maybe it's... So, are these just Zimbabweans in the UK, right? I believe so, because this, this is the yeah UK version of the... So, like, when I do, Donnell and Xander and all those dudes aren't even nominated or anything. Zero Diri, where when are they? I, Xander, Simba, those niggas do major things, those dudes. Even even just for posterity, Kudurisa Munya Chawawa there, you know? Zero Diri. Because they are not, they are not winners. But congratulations to can all the actual winners. Can I, can I marvelous Nakambo or Otino Kadeweri or somebody? Um, still on Zimbabweans doing it big. Huge shout out to Zoe Ramushu, uh, whose uh, latest project was recently showcased at the New York African Film Festival. So you know, shout out. She, she, she made a film titled Intelligent, or rather in in Swana it's So yeah. So shout out to Zimbabwean making films and showcasing at the New York African Film Festival. Um, hopefully we'll be able to watch it soon. Do you know Zoe? Have you met her? Uh, Zoe? So Ramushu is her surname after she got married, I think. Her surname was, oh my goodness, Zoe Chiriseri. Oh, yes, 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 Zoe. yes, yes. I've, I've met her one day, yes. Yeah, 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 Always very creative. Shout out to Zoe doing your thing, girl. We see you, we see you, we see you. All right, cool, 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 cool. All the positivity out of the way now. Let's uh, follow up from our last episode, by the way. Last week, we spoke to Silent. Oh my <laughs> Have God. you finally listened to his album, Dan? I listened to, I, this, is, this is what I wanted to address. 
people seemed to feel the need to hit me up and say, ha ha, you didn't listen to the album. Listen, guys, I did listen mm-hmm. to the album. I just couldn't remember okay. the names of the songs because you don't announce mm. the name of the song at the beginning of the song. I put the album on. I don't even remember what I, I put, said in the songs. Then. I put my phone. Yeah, I listened to it once through and maybe a couple of ones I listened to again. Like I listened to the uh, Stuck song with Tammy again. And I mm. listened to um, track number one again because I thought it was I, I thought it was pretty cool. What, what was it called? Mm. Dara, Darama. Something mm. like that. I hope you never get listened to Jam Tree again. So... Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I did listen to, I would never interview an artist about their new album without listening to their album first. Like, what do you think this is? You know what I mean? Come on, guys. Mm. Eh? Mm. Anyway. Mm. Okay, Danny. Now that that has been addressed, something else to follow up on. Uh, A couple of episodes ago, we spoke about a young lady um, who was thrown in jail for selling sex toys. Mm-hmm. So the article we read, Phil, said that she sold the, to- the sex toys to a 12-year-old. But everyone mm-hmm. seemed to immediately dismiss that. Because when, when, when the discussion was had with several, in, like, in several different times with several different people, I was like, yeah, no, but she was selling to a 12-year-old. Like, no, 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 it was a 16. I think 16 or 17-year-old, something like that. And I was like, no, but the article said 12. It's like, no, it wasn't 12. It was 16 or 17. It's like, no, but it says 12 in the newspaper. It's like, yeah, no, it's not. So I was like, oh. Okay, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she was released on bail. Um, so wait, wait, before you gloss over that, does knowing that the person yeah. was 16 or 17 change your opinion? It makes me feel like, look, okay, we have arbitrarily chosen 18 as the year. So if someone is 17, because it was an arbitrary choice, I don't feel as strongly as I would if someone was 12. <laughs> sounding, sounding, sounding. You sounded like that R. Kelly meme, bro. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, in terms of hearing you know that, that someone sold. About? Which one is that? The meme. So there's a, there's a meme where like R. Kelly is looking like um, pensively into the middle distance. And then the caption is, damn, she just told me she's 13 going on 14. But 14 is basically 15. And 15 is almost close to 16. And when you round it up, man, 16 is basically 18. So damn, she 18. (laughs) What I mean to say is I feel outraged to hear, oh my gosh, you sold sex toys to a 12-year-old. I feel like "Eh, maybe you shouldn't have done that when I hear you sold sex toys to a 17-year-old. My response is different. I still think- I I felt that. I felt felt that like, yeah, maybe you should have done that. Because the other thing is- um. It's hard to determine, right? The age of your client, your clientele. Personally, I would just go on that. If if I am not confident you're of age, I'm not I'm not even taking the risk. But everyone is different. Even at sixteen, seventeen, um, Zimbabwe's age of consent just got raised. Oh wait, it's been it's been the bill has been motioned, but it still has to be ratified. Correct? Has has been ratified? I I heard in the news that there was because I saw this being in discussion of the past few weeks. But in the news today, I don't know if they announced that it has or something. Let me let me just do a quick Google's. Um, By the way, does is Google's? Yeah. Um. I would say, yeah, 16, 16 is still a little young. Um, I certainly, I, I would say the legalities are not our place to say. That's for legal experts. Morally, I still think it's a little young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Apparently, the Zimbabwe Constitutional Court has ruled that the legal age of consent for sex should be raised to 18. So it looks like the ruling was handed down already this week. By the way, just just to address something, I saw a lot of people pulling up charts showing other countries' age of consent. And how like a lot uh-huh. of Western countries and European no, no, countries then, have it at like I think I think the key thing to remember there is where did you see people doing this? In which in which <laughs> platform and on where? Twitter. Because that and that that then gives us a, a fuller picture well, of look, okay. the, the individuals look, you are you're talking about. You have to if you just did a little tiny bit of research, you would see that in many cases just a symbol, a single number doesn't paint the whole picture. That number applies to people below 18, and then there's a different age for people above 18. Does that make sense? So, for example, a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old might not count as, uh, what you call it? Um, statutory rape. Statutory rape. But an 18-year-old and a 14-year-old would. So, it's like, like just look, a li- just go beneath the surface. I'm no constitutional law expert, Wait, but like, come on, man. Dan. Also, at this point, do you think the people that are listening to this podcast? Phil, sometimes I see things that make me angry and I've decided that I'm no longer going to tweet about it. I'm going to say it on the podcast. That's why I have a podcast. Mm. It's my therapy. Echo chamber. Echo chamber. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 look, you know, one day, one day someone will hear it and it will change your life. Um, mm-hmm. So oh, anyway, yeah, anyway, so, so the story see, about Do you see your first tweet? Do you see? Oh, no, you still on it? Okay, cool. Carry on, carry on. No, no, I was just going to say, I mean, the, the news story that I actually brought up, I was saying, remember that girl? Well, it turns out she was released on a bail of 30,000, I believe. And uh, her first tweet was something cross about condoms in jail. And uh, anyway. anyway. Ah, she reactivated those social medias quickly. Huh? Let's, let's talk about what's very important here, Philip. How many toes do you have on your feet? <laughs> no, no, that's what I didn't put it there. <laughs> I think the most important. The, wait, I, I actually had queued up a song for Ayanda. Mm. Anyway, I just wanted to give you more work. <laughs> no, no, that's just being cut out completely. Um, <laughs> and, and 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 you know what? This part is going to be in because I want people to hear that there was something cut out completely. <laughs> <laughs> ah, wow. <laughs> For for those that, if Dan does cut it out, I was playing two parks, posthumous release out on bail. Thug life will never fail. So, you know what, um, Phil, apart from intellectual debate, um, you know, um, hobnobbing, the, the various uh, levels of discourse that we get up to on this podcast, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people tune in because they want to understand what's going on in the streets, on, on the street streets. level. Mm, that's true. That's true because people actually been hitting me up the past two days about this nyaya. Like and right I on foot level. It down. <laughs> I had to research it because people asked I've me I've had as to well. be 10 toes down in the gutter. You know what I mean? Letting them know this was you going know what on. I mean? My head to the sky, my feet in the ground, 10 toes in the soil mm. of the motherland. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Look, <laughs> let me tell you what happened. Okay, just a bit of context. Now, now's a tough. Now's, now's a tough time. I I don't know, like if if you were born, and I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like if you if you were born with a deformity, and you 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 don't have ten appendages, or you had an accident, or you had, and you're or you had to have an, or you had an accident, or you had frostbite, and they had to take them off. 
Man, it's a tough time for you out in these streets. Yeah, dude, can you imagine? Can, can you imagine you try to climb Kilimanjaro or something? And then there's a hole in your shoe and you caught frostbite. Then they had to take a toe. And now dudes are looking at you funny like, mm-hmm. this, this is kind of scary for me. Because my, my, girl is, my girl is convinced that one of the things that we're going to do is climb Mount Everest. I'm like, babe. Like, no, if you, if you feel comfortable, we can start maybe with Kilimanjaro. Um, but then, like, that's a long-term goal. Then you barely can hike up your driveway. What is she talking about? Why? <laughs> Why? Have Why? you gone up Lion's Head yet? No. <laughs> well, wait, did we go up Lion's Head? No, we didn't. We didn't. Why? My brother tried to make us clown to my, climb Mount Nyangani, which I have done before, by the way. But I was like, yeah, what if we'd, like, like what if we just bride instead? Anyway, going back to this nyaya. <laughs> I was on my social media, um, which I'm not on as much as I used to be these days, but I, everyone just seemed to be talking about toes and I just didn't understand what the nyaya was. But I was like, ah, you know what? I'm an old fart now. I probably don't get most of what's going on. Meh. Day two, day three, people are just talking about toes, toes, toes. It's a joke that's not being said on radio. Everyone was meeting is like, ah, it's a good man, baby. What? what? What on earth is going on? And then- the to make it worse, captured the zeitgeist <laughs> of our people. I, I just wow. Someone outside of Zim was actually like, "Yo, what's the story about toes?" I was like, "You know what? Let me actually just do a quick read because now this is just getting ridiculous." So, long story short, someone started a joke, and I am convinced it's a joke because there is no report of anything anyway. It's just a joke with some weird <laughs> screenshots and ha ha has about. Times are so tough that people are selling their toes. Ha ha ha, lol, how much is it? Ha ha, lol. You get like 40K for the big toe. Ha ha ha, that's hilarious. You get like 25,000 for the middle toe and 10,000 for the tiny toe. Ha, you know who's buying them? It's like witches because they use them in their rituals. Ha ha ha. Now, of course, I am 95% convinced that it started off as someone just trolling. Well, someone just, you know, you know how people be like, man, times are tough. I wish I could sell a toe. That's probably how it started. Who's buying toes, first of all, for that much money? I, there there mm-hmm. are people I know personally that would hack off a stranger's toe for $500. So ain't no way they're paying $40,000 for a toe. Anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> point is, when a GD6, yes or no, then get to the issue. Do you have a GD6 or nah? This joke blew up into a conversation about... No, do you about, have a GD6 or not? Stop trying to explain. This all these the people have who have money and nah? nice cars, they got it because they sold toes. So people are like, mm. hello, look, I've got all my 10 toes. Show us your feet. Oh, uh, no, I'm not going to show you my feet. Ha <laughs> ha, this guy sold his toes. Um, Toki Vibes decided to post his feet on Instagram. <laughs> If I was in his PR yeah, team, that must I would have, have been Yo, did, did Twitter censor that image? You know, like <laughs> when sometimes when Twitter blurs it out, it's like this. This image may contain. <laughs> no, Philip, look at that, please. At, Sensitive I, I, material. I know, but you know, today, today I saw a very xenophobic post, but I didn't want to lie. I had to agree with it, bruh. <laughs> what were the posts? <laughs> Let me find it. Let, let me no. let me let me read it out. Cause ah, it was wild, but I also couldn't really fight it. I was just like ah, ooh, uh, Look, 
Look, South Africans are right to say, no, no, let me let me get the accent. <coughs> yeah, ne? yeah. South Africans are right to say that Zimbabweans don't pay attention to the things that really matter to their lives. They have spent their whole week posting about finger nonsense, but they have this corrupt deal right on their doorstep, which will see their rates be paid in US dollars and shoot up. But typically of Zimbabweans, they would rather stick to jokes and morbid stories. If you post about sex, you will have a thousand comments in five minutes. But engage them on things that matter, they disappear. Until Zimbabweans start paying attention to things that matter, someone, someone, something will continue to rule them and they will deserve it. Yeah, that was the past. Wow. <sighs> Lovely. Just thanks. Great. So, Beautiful. Love it. Thank you so much for that. that so, was- <laughs> so outside of outside of the jokes, I think there's two things that happened. I, I think there's genuinely, and this is just my brain working, but knowing that where we are about to go as a nation, I think this is a beta test. So I think, and this is partly why I shared this message in my, in, in my conspiracy mind and as a, as a marketer, excuse me, there's what we call the signal to noise ratio, right? Um, Dan, I'm sure you're familiar with it. Mm-hmm. The signal to noise ratio is how much actual information are you being fed versus how much distracting information are you being fed. If you get more noise than the actual signal, it's very easy to distract someone and deter them from the key message. We are about to enter a very important time over the next year and a half in the Zimbabwean political sphere. And I think someone was like, I'm going to beta test how much noise I can create of something so arcane. So like you just mentioned, it literally could have just started with three images, right? And maybe two of those images are just Google, like Google someone with an injured foot or someone who had to amputate their toe, African leg, and then you just share that because there's so many images that are just shared without context, right? And then you, it's very easy to falsify a WhatsApp conversation and then you start sharing that screenshot and then you put it in the right, right WhatsApp group and bam, it's going to spread like wildfire. So, so I, be, I believe it's either, it's either a prank, as you mentioned, or a beta test. You know what I think? I think... I think while it is possible that there are people... In fact, not even possible. It's, it's obvious that there are people who are set out to distract not everything is that. In fact, most things are not that. Um, some things, just timing, you know, month end, rent, things got especially tight. This week is when, you know, the Zim dollar went more haywire than it usually is. And it just so happens someone makes a joke or a prank or a screenshot or whatever about toes and it just catches into the zeitgeist. If this had come out a month earlier or a month later, it might not have had the same effect, right? So it's just one of those things. Speaking of which, by the way, there's some people who are very annoyed, Philip. Listen to this. So, um, 
you're hearing the, okay. the voice of a Zimex um, dealer who's very upset that people are coming to ask about removing toes. For those of you who don't so, understand, Sean. <laughs> oh my God. I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying to contextualize this because it, it, it is so hilarious. So for those of you who live in Zimbabwe, those of you who don't, there's always going to, in fact, this is a universal thing. There's always going to be a part in the city center or the part of town, wherever, where, well, obviously it's, it's very African, but Africans will understand where the dealers are. So whatever you're looking for, whether it's clothes, whether you're trying to change foreign currency, whether you are looking for a phone that might have questionable um, origins, mm, mm, mm. this is where you go. So these individuals, by their very nature, are, 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 are dealers of ill repute. It's, 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 they've accepted. They're hustlers. They do whatever needs to be done to pay the bills at the end of the month. And sometimes those things might be illegal. And what Dan just played is a clip of one very frustrated, annoyed, flummoxed, extremely irate dealer saying, how dare you people besmirch our good names by accusing us of cutting off our toes. You know what? I am so angry. I am calling for a day where all of us come to work in flip-flops so we can weed out the riffraff. Although, although... None of us makes more. You don't deserve to say again. Hey, chance one in your good job. Now you go. What you go? Sing this way. You go ahead. My friends are getting now easy. Are good and super. Go ahead, you only. So many of us are good. Check it, check it. Well, Maria goes in. They go no change. I'm born to change. Hey, Jenny, see, my two hundred. I'm going to cheat. I know you want a secretary, but yeah. <laughs> Yo, Dad. You know, you you know what? Well, you know what I, I hate? I hate that we don't make con like video content. You know, it would be a funnier skit. Like, you got a pair of like white vans, and then we get some tomato sauce and we put it on the toe, and then we get like a a prosthetic toe, or we just cut a toe off a mannequin or something, and we put it in a plastic bag, and we just put it to somebody. Like, okay, guys, check out the. <laughs> like you make it look like a doctor. Like yeah, guys, 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 So Phil, here's, here's my my worry. In a week, or let's say in a period of two weeks, that our country has severely embarrassed us more than usual. South Africans and Nigerians. Yo, they were doing threads about this, brah. Yo, the Nigerians got with The Nigerians this, saw this and they were like, wait, is this happening in Zim? Guys, it's not happening in Zim. It's a joke <laughs> that people took a little too far. Okay. And someone somewhere is probably viewing it seriously when it was meant to be a joke. <laughs> Zimbabwe is embarrassing. You know, you know that 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 Barry Rue person in South Africa, the, the burner. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he now posts it. Now it's a whole conversation happening in South Africa. Are you guys? You know, I I I I, I, I sent this tweet yesterday, and I think it's it's applicable. <laughs> Someone it's says how much would the whole leg user. cost? Yeah. 
Someone said a what? How much would the whole leg cost? <laughs> <laughs> Times are tough, Philip. <laughs> Someone's uh, Twitter user, I am Gabs1 underscore. And their tweet is, as a Zimbabwean, stay embarrassed in advance. You'll find out why later. <laughs> Man, if that ain't the truth. Okay, so I am begging. If you are listening to this and you're wondering what the Nyaya of Toes is, it's a joke that went too far. If it's actually happening, it's probably only happened because of this mess and this craze. Okay? I would I think be right, extremely I think right surprised. I, I think the stock price for, for Toes is at an all-time low because uh, <laughs> the market is flooded. <laughs> what? Yo, Dan. What if this was all a conspiracy by Big Toe to drop the cost price of toes? Think about it, son. No, Phil, you know what it is. The idea is if you can get as many people as possible to cut off their toes, then you can't run when it's time for Temple Run next year elections. You can no longer run. It's a way of just making sure that now. Temple Run, those who know, know. If you know, you know. What's up? All right, I'm moving on from toes. It's a joke, people. I, I can't people. believe you made a joke about that. I, it's a joke. Hmm? I can't believe you made a joke about that. Wow. About what? Wow. Philip, wow, wow, May wow, I make wow. jokes about everything? Wow. Do you know, I watched, uh, I watched Bill Burr's Netflix special, Paper Tiger, again yesterday. It's like, hey. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I did actually. Funny enough, I've been, I've been, I've been watching Dave Chappelle's old stand-ups because uh, the only way I can go to bed these days is is with with few fake laughs. Because I just, I just like I laugh myself into tears and then I cry myself to sleep. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, I was like, "Yay!" My man really has like his last six specials. He's really been going after the teas. Like, damn. I mean, you know, if it's working for you, I guess you know. Uh, you know, you're getting the eyeballs you need. <sighs> mm. Anyway, while we're so, on this issue, there's something else I need to address. I think Let's the final on. thing is um, two months from now, guys, Tumbeta Tochek, patron group, everyone is, is posting my tour photo. If you need to buy prosthetics to hide your embarrassment, you better do it. So, um, Last week, <laughs> I had the, the privilege and honor of being invited to the <laughs> official Fenty launch in Zimbabwe. Um, if you will recall, we were wondering what was going on, how it was going to work, chiji chiji. So the store that has won the tender, if you will, is called Cat's Beauté at Sam Levy Village. It looks like they've renovated and made it nice and fancy for the launch. Um, they will be stocking Fenty. Apparently, they're the exclusive official stockists at the moment. Um, at the event, the event was uh, glitz and glam, uh, you know, attended by many of, of uh, Zimbabwe's celebrities, as was the e- event also happening at the same time, you know, in other countries. Now, imagine my dismay. Carry on, carry on, carry on. When I got home from the launch, or the next day, actually, then I saw pictures of an event that I was not at. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, you weren't there? You weren't there? I was like, oh, some there? of this picture looks vaguely familiar, but this is not, <laughs> 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 this is not the thing I was at. <laughs> so I was like, no, I see pressure. You know what? <laughs> Those pictures 
those pictures were released by newspaper Herald and ZBC News, <laughs> the news station. Who, by the way, I saw there at some point. I saw someone with a camera. I was like, yeah, ZBC News. Um, These are- those were not great pictures. And it was a shame that those were the first pictures to be released from the event. Because follow-up pictures, which have come out since then, actually paint the event in a much better light than it looked than the first pictures that came out. But it was because too late. They had time to Photoshop. It was too late. They had time to Photoshop. They had time to doctor them. Herald giving us the real news as always. Herald is the most reliable news platform in the country. They were giving us the unedited, undoctored, the real raw, the rawness. The reality on the ground. Shout out to the Herald. And of course, Tafat Zimoy. So Was he there? Let me, let, me, let, me, let me paint a little bit of a picture of the event itself, right? So mm-hmm. they, set up a, they set up some cocktail tables and a little bit of a bar, a cocktail bar just outside the store by Sam Levy Village. Then they closed it off, put up some lights, put up a, a little bit of a stage for the DJ. And mm. yeah, it was, just, it was just outside the store. So the plan was, we'll be outside. The bar is outside. You get drinks. You can go through the store, see what the store is like. Some people, I think, were able to take a look and even try out some of the products. I don't know if that actually happened. Um, but yeah, so that was mm-hmm. the whole setup. When I looked at it, I was like, ah, oh, this is, I mean, you know, it's kind of cute. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I would have hoped for something more luxurious and more whatever, but it was cute, you know? It was like, like it's a cute little, okay, mm-hmm. this, this is nice, you know? Sadly, it was a winter evening, you know, towards the end of May, mm-hmm. so it was pretty cold. It would have been better to be inside. But, you know, all good, fine. Mm. The the there was the cocktails were flowing. There was free cocktails mm. the whole evening. There was food, mm. a plenty, little mm. fancy finger foods and burgers and whatever that were going around. Being served, might I add, by beautiful people, male and female, mm. both just you know be looking mm. at people like, ha, huh? you guys are really good looking mm. people. And mm. in attendance were who you'd expect, the Fenty faces that we had seen earlier, as well as several who. several high-profile, good-looking people. I remember being there mm. like, hey, you know, as uh, I would have really loved being here single, but uh, mm. now it's a, it's a tough place to be. I think I have to leave early, which I did. Mm. There were plenty of well, well-dressed, well-done-up people. Now, I do mm. believe that there could have been more. I do believe it could have been bigger and more glamorous, but I assume that was not the initial vision. The initial vision was we're going to have a small launch outside the store. People can then see the store finish. We're not going to invest a crazy budget to have like a over the top event, but it was cute. It was nice. People were there. Then speeches started happening. Mm. So Karen Mutasa, who is the, she's one of the, on the board of directors, I think of the store. She gets up, she gives a speech uh, welcoming everyone. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming to the launch. And then in her speech, you could see that she was she was referring to the difficulty of doing business in Zim. So she kept mm-hmm. on shouting, like, you know, I guess making call outs to calling out uh, Zimra, uh, the Ministry of Trade, um, the government of Zimbabwe. She kept on making these little like, like, yo, like, come on, can you... Stock had been stuck at the border for a while. GGG, we want to thank Zimra for finally releasing our stock. She, you know, she was she was saying it like lightly as a joke, air quotes, but you could see that it was one of those like, yeah, can you can you make us allow us to do business type of thing? And she was saying our goal is to sell it for the same price uh, or basically the same price as you would get it anywhere else in the world. But it's very difficult to do that because of the rates and blah 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 blah. So we're just asking for help. Uh, you know, that was her whole speech. Then she introduced the guest of honor. Mm-hmm who apparently is her friend, 
or very close confidant of some kind, the Minister of uh, Information, Publicity and Broadcasting in the country, which is Monica Mtrangwa. Mm. I don't know what she mm. was doing there. Wait, you, well, wait, Jen, are you, are, you don't know why the Minister of Information okay. was there? Have I, you not I, had I, to I, deal with that in your, in your, in your capacity? Given, mm. given, given the, the context that I've just shared, that I think the whole plan was we want government to be there so they can see what the plan is and then hopefully make things easier for us. I think that was the reasoning that was given, like let's mm. invite her to be the, 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 the guest of honor. And on top of that, she's probably a friend, mm. so we want her as the guest of honor. So she was I'm, there. I'm actually surprised Lunchmo wasn't there. Why wasn't Lunchmo there? <laughs> Imagine all... Oh, those Davos, those Davos. Oh, Imagine yeah. at the launch of a, of a beauty guys. <laughs> that would have been... Oh. <laughs> so she gave a speech. The speech itself was maybe 10 minutes long, you know, in the speech as expected, the usual. I've got a snippet of the speech. Let me, let me, let me play a snippet. Jen. Yes, Do you mind? Sure. Because <laughs> I found this hilarious. Times for this country. And believe you me, as a leader, as a woman empowerment, as a woman who wants to see beautiful women all the time, <laughs> we are blessed as a country to have this product at this point in time and you said you we have all different shades of women and want to see them looking all very amazingly beautiful. We are excited, even as government. <laughs> I understand that the music stars goal wasn't just to start up a beauty brand, but to have a brand so unique that it would positively change the beauty industry, the whole industry, that is. She created Fendi products to ensure the inclusion of all skin colors, as you rightly say, more so ensuring the inclusion of deeper skin tones. Mm. I should have really put some Fendi products in. <laughs> we are here to celebrate this major milestone because previously it was difficult to have beauty products that fit darker skin, and men and men had resorted to whitening products. Dan, had you resorted to whitening products? Because you're looking awfully bleachy right now. <laughs> looking awfully bleachy. I mean, you know, the standard, <laughs> why, it was why, obviously why a not? speech written by someone about how, no, you wait, know. No, I'm done. I, I don't, I'm getting to the best part. I'm just, okay. I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. pausing. I'm just pausing. This is the best part here. Which has the potential to harm our skin. I want to take this opportunity to encourage our young women to take advantage of this find business opportunities in this brand, you can be distributors of this brand, you can be sales agents, those that know me know that I'm passionate about business. Hey, I'm politicians. When I went to school, when I did my master's in business administration, actually my professors at Rutgers University in New Jersey thought I was going to be one of the best entrepreneurs when I come back to this country. But here I am. I'm the Minister of Information. But of course, you won't ask why. I was born in this thing. I'm not going to... There's more. If you want to get it, head on to the the Herald YouTube page. The part that kills me is, why is she positing Fenty like it's Tupperware? That any woman can become a, a distributor of? As you know, Philip, that's my, my direct minister in, at WEC. So I have similar questions. I don't know. You know, perhaps there's behind the scenes information. Maybe 
other distributors mm-hmm. are, are coming down no, the line. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, even, I'm not trying to be disparaging in any manner, shape or form. I was just interested because you, as you'd mentioned, uh, Mrs. Mutasa had mentioned that they were the exclusive, the distributors, they'd suffered with getting the stuff into the country. So obviously as a retail business when and rent at the village is not cheap. You know what I mean? You've got to get foot traffic into your doors so you can sell your products, turnover, pay staff, pay rent, etc., etc. I just found that particular nugget intriguing. Mm. And mm. Uh, but anyway, tell us how, how else did the night go? That having been said, you see, obviously the fact that the minister was there, that's what the news focused on. So all the photos were like around her and whatever. But honestly, on the <laughs> evening, she was a guest. You know, she it didn't mm. feel like she was the, the center of everything that's happening. She was a guest who was also there. Um, but, you know, it's, it's fine. In my opinion, it was a, a fine, the event was fine. People were looking good. There was some drinks. There was food. Everything was all good. I mean, you know, it would have been nice to see something bigger. But again, it was just the launch of a brand in a store, you know, in a single store. I feel like it would have been overkill to to have like a whole, you know, multi-million dollar event or something. Like, no, it's a small, cute event. Everything went well. Ooh, there was one thing that happened though, Phil. <laughs> mm, tell me. Tell me more. Tell so, me no, more. No, this is a small thing. So, oof, I don't know if I want to put this out. Uh, you know what? It's fine. Whatever. It's for content, right? Please forgive me, uh, mm. you guys, if you hear this and you feel it's unfair. But the MC for the evening. And MC is not even a good word. Cause like I said, it was a 10 minute speech. So it was literally the person who introduced my Mutasa. My Mutasa introduced the minister. That was the end. So the person who introduced my Mutasa, uh, she's, um, I, I won't, I won't put her in, on blast by saying her name, but she, you know, she capably and very ably were like, no introduced like, Hey, congratulations. Like welcome everyone. Congratulations on the launch of the store, et cetera, et cetera. We're now going to hear from the, the, one of the persons on the board of the directors and blah, blah, blah. And she also does this, 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 this. Please put your hands together for my task. Great. The speeches were done. At the end of the speeches, she comes back up to say thank you for all, for all the speeches. Hey guys, please don't go anywhere. There's food, there's drinks. And DJ King Her is our DJ for the evening. She's playing some dope mm-hmm. music. And, um, you know, she, she's, you know, stick around, have some drinks, have some food and go actually check out the store. Go check out the products. Then she says, Please put your hands together for King Her, who is doing this for free. You could audibly hear everyone in the audience like, ooh. Oh. That Now on the one hand If she genuinely was doing it for free You know what Shout out to you for seeing an opportunity To align yourself with the major No If, I, if I'm doing it for free Yes Don't like that, okay. never, No <laughs> No uh, if I was king her, if I was king her, I, I would have I would have changed my whole set would would have been Jada Kiss at the verses. <laughs> Forget that I'd have been playing I'd have been playing Ciara or something. I don't know who was who was Rihanna beefed with. I don't know. <laughs> mm? What did Rihanna beef with? She beefed what? with. She, she, 
Okay. What? No. Ah, no. Actually, uh, no. So afterwards, I, 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 I thought I thought this was going to be funny. That's actually egregious. I'm just thinking of just like if I'm if I'm the artist, if I'm the artist manager, if I like if that was one of the artists that I manage, and you said that about my artist. Granted, my artist would never get a free gig, but if that's what you said, I'm grabbing the mic. Ipapo, ipapo. Ah, Jack. You know, Jack. It's, it's, not, it's not even. Look, I, I, I see the value of get of doing that for free. Say no, no, no. Say for example, I'm not, you even, say, hey, I'm not, I'm not even questioning that. The business decision, the, the what what King Her does with her bookings is her business. That's not that's not our business. Why are you making her business our business? So afterwards, involuntary. Afterwards, I spoke to her. To the MC And I was like Hey are you new To the MC games Like yeah I'm new I'm trying to grow in it And whatever whatever I was like cool So I don't mean To come across as Someone telling you A business or whatever But I just thought I should mention Ooh that comment About King Are doing it for free Then he's like Ah when I said it uh, You know I was like Do you think I should Go and apologize I'm like hell yeah You should go and apologize Then she says What I What I wanted to say Is you can in listen to her for free as in you're here and you're listening to her for free. Under normal circumstances, you'd have to pay to be somewhere where King Her is playing. So I think that's what, the, what she was, that's what she said she was trying to say. And then I was like, mm, I'm sorry, I'm not buying it because that's a completely different statement. Either way, even if, matter, even if that's what you meant, what you said ah. was the complete opposite. Oh, the secondhand embarrassment. Oh, But anyway, uh, shout out to King. King Her was, she was dope. She was killing it. You know what she was doing? It was very Rihanna themed, but she was doing like, I'm a piano remixes. And then like, she would, you know, move away and then play some Afro beats and come back to a little bit of Rihanna vibes and move away and do some, you know, some house and come back to Rihanna. So I, I was, I felt, I, I felt like it was a very skillful way of managing. Shout out to King Her doing a thing. Mm, mm. Um, but yeah. So imagine imagine how good the set is when she does get paid. You see. <laughs> Philip, stop it. That's my friend. <laughs> She's my friend. Too. Like, I ain't got no beef with King Her. I, I ain't got no I know beef this is not beef. We're just I'm saying just like, that, yeah, that shouldn't that was that was not a cool thing to say. But anyway, long story short, guys, listen, the the Zim Fenty launch was not embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> I, I I know some people can say that you know things could have been nicer here and there ah. and specific things cool but as an in itself it was not embarrassing. I'm not gonna lie, Dan. That weekend was the funniest weekend on in WhatsApp groups I've ever witnessed in my life. Oh, every meme was a banger. Every meme in those WhatsApp groups for the Fendi launch was an absolute banger. Did you see that one with the woman with the Roman Catholic yes, uniform? Yes, that's the one where I lost it. I lost it. Jumping in Fendi launch. I lost it. And I was begging, I was begging, please release the real pictures. I'm begging y'all, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that other Mbuya holding the castle <laughs> It wasn't like that guys I promise you Yes there were a couple of No we oh. saw We saw there was, I think there's a photo, I'm, I'm spacing on his name And I apologize But he's the guy That took the photos That Shashal posted On her page And then Tammy posted Eventually um, and he did like a long thread and they were beautiful photos And everyone was Like instead of like Liking everyone Was just like Dude where were you two days ago? What the F? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the best one was that comparison where they were like Zambia, Nigeria, <laughs> South Africa, and then Zimbabwe. And Zimbabwe was. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know, Dan, there's a tweet. I don't know if, if 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 I told you about it, but it says, as a Zimbabwean, just be embarrassed by default. You'll find ah, out. Philip, really. Ah, you're tired. You literally just told me that. <laughs> yes, Dan, I know. But in the last story. <laughs> yes, Dan, I know. I'm being funny. Oh, okay. Jeez, Louise, you're dumb. <laughs> I am. Maybe I'm the one who's tired. But yeah, so uh, oh, look, so, the so, so launch was. Um, no, I have not secured. Burner okay. Boy is performing this weekend. Um, allegedly, his yeah. set is going to be one and hour Stephlin, thirty minutes. Stefan dro- dro- dropped a disc. That's what I'm trying to find out. Where's the Stefan disc that she? No, because she she was playing games. She kept she kept changing goalposts, and I'm actually quite annoyed. This is wild. A standard Burner Boy concert is one and a half hours with a full band. Man. And you know what, Burner Boy is going to be banger after banger after banger. Fam. Uh, then are we going? I uh, know, Dan. We, put your pride to the side. Make that phone call. Okay. Okay. So, um, one Dan, of the we're opening. We're going to see him again. After this, we're not seeing He's not coming back. That's we're, what's we're not going to see him. Have you seen, the, have you seen the, 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 the events he's announcing? Have you seen? Yeah, have you seen the events he's announcing? The fact that he even posted Zimbabwe, I'm like, ah, thank you, thank you, because ah, we were makisaring again. Um, first of all, this opportunity is once in a lifetime. Hosting the show, Kim Jade. Now, mm, a lot of a lot of questions on everything. No shade to Kim Jade, as y'all know, I love Kim Jade. That's my girl. Shout out to you no, for showing me around the MTV you, office you, in South before Africa. Before that, also read the context. Who's the opening act again? There's two opening acts that have been confirmed. The, so the far. opening act is Ja Praiser. <laughs> for Burner Boy. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, Ja Praiser ah, has some Afrobeat okay. songs. He'll have to change his set guys, a little bit. You know? Guys, we can't, but on the real though, you can't, I'm not mad at Ja for getting his bag. Get your bag. But, what guys you, you can't just every time there's a big international act you can't flip a coin and be like heads japraiser tells winky d what are you supposed to do for <laughs> what's the option but sure be a better promoter um and the, and the only other opening act that's been confirmed is dj chaotic from uh, south africa but mm. So what I was going to say about Kim Jade, you know, Kim Jade, I think is actually a good MC for concerts because she's like high energy and she's like very fun, bubbly, positive vibes. Whatever, yeah, whatever. She's, so she's great. She's great for concerts. She's going to, she's going to kill the, this concert, kill it as an MC or for the concert. My only thing is you guys are flying Not in an MC. Different. That's like, you know, it's like a slap in the face of MCs here. You know what I mean? It's a, there's a, there's a lot of things that are going on that, that are, like I said, and I'm, I've got nothing against Jason. I've got nothing against organizers. They're just things where we're just like, what's happening? Like things are happening and it's very confusing. We're only saying this because we don't have tickets yet. If we get tickets, I might have to cut this part out. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> no. So my no, point is, it's, it's uh, okay. I, I want to make this clear. If, if Zimbabwe hadn't been so painful last month, I would have bought a ticket. I would, I would have no, no problem buying a ticket. But uh, I can't <laughs> be buying dollars <laughs> in this now. You know what's happening, Philip? It's now happened a couple of times where someone has sent a recording to people from this podcast. Which so is want, what happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean like they they were like directly to the person. These guys were talking about you. 
that happened with uh, Vimbai Zimut. Yeah. Then she was like, no, when then it was sent to me, then I listened to the whole podcast. I was like, ah, these guys are not making fun of me. I was like, thank you. Thank you for actually listening. Otherwise, it would have been an issue. Anyway. I think Kim Jade is going to be a great MC for the show. And I have no problem with her being hired. I'm just saying that if you are a Zimbabwean promoter bringing in an international act, and along with the international act, you bring in someone from outside the country. And this is for a, like a, like a local performer. Like Vic Falls Carnival, I can understand it's, it, it being a little bit different because Vic Falls Carnival is kind of, it's, it's less about it being a Zimbabwean concert and more about like a regional concert. But yeah, so I'm like, it kind of feels like, it Damn, almost feels. Minute. I just remembered. Doesn't the National Arts Council stipulate that if you bring in an international act, more than 50% of your roster has to be local opening acts? Isn't that part of the law? I, I don't know, but I would imagine that's very easily fixable. Because right now we've got one local act and two international. They just put one more local and it could be the DJ. Who plays at the end? Well, well let's say let's say let's say Jason DJs. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Anyway, it is exciting. Yeah, I would. I, I would. Is, so the the other, the other the other question I have, um, and I don't mean to cut you off because I know you got a point, hmm. is logistically right. So, let's say Burner is on stage at eight. Yeah. Right. So let's say he stages eight to ah, nine thirty. Stage at eight. Nah, no. The, these days, Burner's worth too much money to be late. Unless the promoter messes up, Burner's worth way too much money to be late. Because trust and believe, he's flying out that night, if not first thing, the next morning. Because <laughs> look, look at his roster. He's got a, he's got a, he's got, he's got a packed schedule, yeah. So, <sighs> the venue, Belgravia Sports Club, Gavas, essentially. Just, just we, if, when, you, when you want to go to Gavas for Sadza, finding parking, is already a mission on a normal day, just on a normal lunch. The last event I remember us going to there was Davido. Mm. And you'll recall then we actually caught a taxi there. <laughs> and even that was a a nightmare mm. because we just we, we we lived around the corner from there. So because of that, I'm already factoring in like as a promoter, I'm sure, and Jason's done many events, he's probably thinking, okay, I need at least a four-hour lead time, maybe even longer, to make sure that people get in, are situated, comfortable, and ready for the main act. So if Burner's doing 90, let's put him at 8 till 9.30, right? Mm-hmm. That means Jabraiser needs to be on by 6.30, right? Maybe even earlier which means the DJ needs to be there from at least 2 p.m. Or you need to have acts from at least 2 p.m. So are we then saying that the unnamed DJ and Chaotic are doing for a four-hour set? I think, I think... Because the other issue we have is the whole point of an opening act logistically is incentivizing people to come early and the risk of people like the whole point of an opening act. It's not like, it's not, I would, I would say that yes, there's room for, for developing it further. But the reason it exists is 
behaviorally, people will arrive as late as possible. So to incentivize people to arrive on time, you have opening acts that people might want to see. And then that gets them earlier because the last thing you want to need is a massive rush at the gate, much like what happened with the Champions League final over the weekend, which we are never going to discuss ever. I have it on our talking points, Philip. So, but, but you, you see my point. So if everyone is arriving at that same time, you create all these pressure points. There's only one entry point. So I think what, what I think is happening here is they are, they haven't revealed the full lineup because there's no way it's just those three, but then at the same time, that's, that's, yeah, I know it's weird because why wouldn't you want people to know in advance? But it's yeah, so I'm saying it's Wednesday. Then we're recording Wednesday night. You only you only have two days left. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. No, are, it's one day actually. I'm because tomorrow. This, this is June one. It's yeah. June third. Tomorrow's your last day. Yeah. Wait, is it June? Th- June third is Friday, isn't it? I is thought it was June on Saturday. Oh, it's June third. Oh snap! Yeah, it is June third. So I, this whole time I was thinking so, it's happening on Saturday. So it's happening on Friday. This is my point. I don't understand. But, but, perhaps, perhaps, the plan is to have surprise acts. It negates everything I just discussed. I know. And why would you need surprise acts? Dude, Dan, once again, no one, well, not me anyway, and not you, when we saw the cost of those tickets, we're like, yeah, that makes sense. Because that's Burner Boy. Mm-hmm. Look, look at where he's put. Burner Boy literally just filled Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. He literally just did O2. He's about to go on a world tour. This is the last time he's ever touching ground here. Mm. Right? So the pricing of the tickets, you don't, you don't even, like, if you wanted to, you literally could have just said, guys, in way, it's Burner Boy and me. I'm going to do four hours of EDM. We're <laughs> going to have a 20-minute intermission. And then you're going to enjoy Burner Boy. And guess what would have happened, Dan? Those tickets still would have flown off the shelves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. People would have been like, eh, okay, but it's fine. No, we accept. It's okay. We understand. We get what you're doing. It's fine. Big Burner Boy. We understand. But now you're telling us, not all the bag went to Burner Boy because you're flying in a DJ and an MC. So there's a bag there. Now we're wondering. Why are you spending the bag this way? Because this is making sense. And keep in mind, Dan, even though the VIP tickets are 150, those general access tickets, trust and believe, Mageto Utah Ningaripo. Do you think Kim Jade can handle Mageto Ute? Do you know why I think she can? If Kim Jade was 100% local, like lived in Zim and was known in Zim, maybe not. But the fact that it's a international MC, air quotes, it might work in her favor. People are willing to give a certain level of uh, deference and grace. Plus, you, Phil, you know what? Face gets you past a lot of things, eh? Ah, well, plus, can I, if I'm in general, Lexus, I'm in the back. I can't see face. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's see what I, I actually know, Phil, we need to make a plan to go. The more I think about it, we need to be there. Dan, phone the dude. <laughs> I'll, hit him up. I'll hit him up. Patrons, if you are kind to us, 
we can buy one of the then last. You're not going to release the episode in time. Are you going to release the episode? You're not going to release the episode in time. By the time you release this episode, the content is going to be out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It'll be out in time. It'll be out in time. Don't worry. We got this. We got this. Which means we need to make it short. Okay. Ga ga ga. Um. Um. Uh. Uh. uh, uh stuff. Um, BET Awards. The nominees were announced. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. BET Awards. Shout out, to, shout out to, to Major League. Major League. The, the ones I saw, Major League got Best International Act and Best Collaboration was Essence. The Justin Bieber version, though. Nice. Um, also, the, the big nominees. standard. Best Male. One of the nominees for Best Male R&B Pop Artist. WizKid. Whoop, whoop. I can't believe Giveon is in there. Well, I suppose. You know, I suppose it makes sense. <laughs> Wait, did he drop a project that- did, no, wait. he did. He dropped an album, but it was just now, so I'm surprised. Best collaboration, uh, yeah, Essence is on there. Cool, 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 cool. Um, who do you think is going to win Best Male Hip Hop? I swear, if they give it to Jack Harlow again, Drake, Future, J Cole, Jack Harlow, Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar, Lil Baby. Uh, they're going to give it to Kendrick. Yeah, but Kendrick just dropped. Would he be? It's, Would it's he be considered in the? Hmm? It's the B. It's the BET Awards. They need. They need viewers. Watch. Watch it's Jack Harlow take it. They'll. They will not. They can't. If they give Jack Harlow at the BET Awards, <laughs> there'll ah. be riots, bro. We could even schedule a riot here in Zim. Uh, best international act. We've got uh, Fireboy, DML, Fali, Pupa, uh, Major League DJs. You mentioned that already, and Thames, among other European mm. people. You see, where, 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 where. you see, I, I, I get what you're saying. It's very difficult to, how would you have Dave going up against Fali Pupa, who's also going up against Fireboy DML, who's also going up against major league DJs? Those are completely different. Yeah, those are, yeah. anyway. No, but I see why. It's just, ugh. it's just, ugh. Yeah, yeah. because on merit, that's Dave's award. But Which thing is getting best? he had the two big singles, because he had the two big singles and the two big collaborations, it's probably going to Fireboy DML. Uh, best new artist, who you think is taking it? Run, run through the categories again. Baby Keem, Benny oh. the Butcher, Lotto, Mooney Long, Thames, and Young Bleh. I think it's going to go to Baby Keem. Thames was on that's two actually, songs, that's, maybe. That's, Thames is actually really hot right now. Thames is really in demand right the, now. The biggest future song so, is featuring Thames. That's what I'm saying. So I think it, it's a, that's actually the toughest one. I think it's it's going to it's a three way toss up between Lotto, Baby Keem, and Thames. Thames. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, um, but I think if Kendrick if Kendrick wins, then Keem is winning. Cool. Anyway, so that's the BET Awards. There's several categories. Of course, we'll be paying attention to the actual awards. And when we get to the winners, we'll be able to share that with you. Um, so, yeah, fun times, fun times. All right, let's keep it moving then. Ga, ga, ga. Um, some things to talk about. Um, yeah, there's a video going around of a plane crash that happened. It was someone doing a, an, a, you know, an air display. They were on tour. So let me, let me pull out the statement because it's here. So it's the Marksman Aerobatic Team. They were actually on tour. Um, and they'd just come from Kenya and they said that on the passing of Mark Sampson, it was a great sadness and a profound sense of loss that today the marksman aerobatic team 
can confirm that Mark Sampson, outstanding aviator, honored team member, trusted number four and loyal friend, perished in a flying incident in Arara, Zimbabwe. The marksman aerobatic team were on the return leg of a roundabout trip from Cape Town to Nairobi, where the team had performed a successful aerobatic formation display at the Kenyan Defense Force Museum Air Show held in conjunction with the Aero Club of East Africa. The marksman aerobatic team is devastated and we are currently working with the Zimbabwean authorities. This was issued by Niels Flatten. Um, yeah. Um, and if that, you can avoid that video, please do. Cause it's, yeah, it's that video, nice. I was about to say that video is like, it's not gruesome or anything cause it's really far away, but geez, Louise. And it's, it's messed um, up. there's nothing, there's nothing. It's like watching. I don't know if you're a formula one fan, but like whenever I watch a, a documentary, with the center crash, mm. I, 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 I close my eyes. Cause even though he, he technically didn't die in the crash, mm. it caused his death. So it's the same thing as watching that. And it brings up memories. I don't know if you know this. The, um, there was actually one of my childhood friends. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show. One of my childhood friends, Gerald, um, is from the Mutari congregation. He, he was a pilot and he was in Cape town and he was flying from Cape town to Mozambique. And then he crashed and they struggled to even recover his body. So that's always weighed on my mind as well. I'm just like, oh. So yeah, it was a little triggering for me, man. Because so, yeah. there's, there's like several seconds where it's going down and you just, it's not like, like a car crash which happens in like in a second or a split second. Imagine, ugh, man. Not to say one is better or worse than the other, but just, yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible video. Um, I also had the privilege last week, last, last of last week, we, uh, to attend the the launch of a brand new TV station in Zimbabwe, ZTN Prime. Uh, I put Kept this on here all night. I could like I could hear them in my ear. It was it was right there. I was like, shut up, I'm asleep. Um, first of all, the launch was actually like it was nice. Although I was mm. with someone there who was expecting a high class luxury event, and they were not they were not impressed. And I was like. What? Does, does their name start with an N? No, no, no. It starts with a no. I died. Doesn't matter. It's, it's, <laughs> it, starts, it starts with a P. But she's she was she was quite unimpressed. Um. Yeah, but then like her and her husband typically frequent uh, very high, you know, hoity-toity type events. But anyway, um, it was. It, I think it was like it was you know pretty well put together. Of course, as usual in Zim events, things started late and whatever, whatever. But overall. It was a pretty good launch. But the reason I put it put it here is, so I had a conversation with someone from MultiChoice and I was like, listen, I don't want to put your business out there, but how many subscribers do you have in Zim? And they said, uh, I can't give you like exact wait, numbers. Wait, 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 let me guess. Let me Before yeah. they answer uh, to me, I'd say MultiChoice Zimbabwe, 20,000. So they said 50,000. Damn it, I was close. Which I think, I don't know which direction we're going. So, uh, said I can't give you the exact no, number, down. but they, let's play with around 50,000. I was like, cool. All right. They, they used to have 150. I remember there was, the alarm bells were going off and they lost, there was a time they had 200 and then they started losing. Mm. Then the alarm bells were going off. So, ZTN Prime, is a, it's a Zimbabwean radio, um, television station. It's only available on the multi-choice bouquet. That's the only place you can get it now and probably online on their Facebook page or whatever if they post certain shows. Um, it's available on any bouquet that you purchase. 
However, it is geo-locked to Zimbabwe. It's also available if you don't have a subscription. So if you just have a decoder, you can, you should be able to get it. Okay, cool. But they have, that's not what they, they said. Today, so. They didn't say that, however, but cool. If that's the case, great. So let's assume 50,000 people are watching ZTN Prime. That's the total mm-hmm. addressable market. Let's assume every single subscriber has at least one person watching. Uh-huh. How is that sustainable? It's not. That's what the government station because they they've invested quite a bit they bought a bunch of equipment do you know one of the most impressive things at some point they're showcasing their news team so they showcase the news team they showcase the studios the equipment and then they start showcasing all the correspondence they've got all over the world and i was like okay you know it was just like oh, my name is blah 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 ztn news brussels ztn news Accra, helsinki i was like okay but you know like I know. Um, it doesn't I, mean they're it, not full-time employees. Of course, I know. Exactly. But still, you have, have to pay, pay them. Submission. Yeah, per submission, though. So what have they submitted yet? So the, the other thing I'd say is, you're right. I think what's let them down is, I believe we're now a decade behind digitization. Because the whole point of this was, when we had digitized, all these stations would be available on the digital spectrum. So you'd have ZBC and all these new channels accessible to every Zimbabwean with a digital tuner or um, an IPTV. Because of that, they kind of screwed. So I don't know what their business model is. Um, to be honest, they've been operating for how many, how many years now? What, it's been what, four years with ZTN? Yeah, but I mean, they were making stuff for online and I don't think, it, it's basically been four but years even, of preparation. But, but, no, but even within that, in those four years, right, mm. it was four years of digital only. And you had a full-time staff, you had a studio, you had equipment. There's no way they've broken even or, or have come close to breaking even just on that operation alone. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, our TV license money is sponsoring ZBC and ZTN. Uh, it's technically not, but maybe very indirectly. So yeah. my thing is, obviously, I hope that the channel does well. I, I hope, obviously, we want as much, as many channels cool. as possible. Cool. Why didn't you say anything about 3K TV, Dan? Hmm? I never attended the launch. I haven't even seen anything about it. Uh, I, ha- I do know some of the people behind it. I did it. see a cooking show. I, I, I did tune in one day and there was a cooking show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I tuned out when so <laughs> it's a cooking show. It's a cooking show shot in someone's actual kitchen. So you, you <laughs> so you know those <laughs> those very generic those very generic kitchen doors where you know it's an old house, and then they did up the kitchen so it's got the new cabinets and the new island with the four granite top, right? Mm-hmm. And it's those wood um, those wood um, kitchen shelves with the glass. In the middle. Mm-hmm. So you, you see the look I'm going yeah. for, but it's not even the stained wood, it's just pine. And so the angle they're shooting at is they're clearly by the window and they're shooting at an angle towards the kitchen. Yeah. But it's not framed right. So you can see the reflection of the door, Yaga in the glass. And you can see the reflection of the window facing the garden. And while they are cooking, the gardener is gardening, walking <laughs> up and down, Panze, <laughs> and he's reflecting into the window. And I was like, ah, guys, I got good. 
So first of all, look, making content is difficult. And if you are struggling financially, you're struggling to get backers and sponsors, I am I'm very sympathetic. And it's not like we have a billion, you know, production companies here that are making original content that you can purchase or commission or whatever. But there's some, there's a few definitely, but to full, fill up 24 hours of programming, you might you will struggle. Um ZTN have gone a, a very news-heavy approach. So it's very news-centered talk shows and then news, then news-centered. That's a kind of the whole vibe that they're going for. I I hope that it's, it's successful. I'm just struggling to see how it's going to be sustainable. Because if your total addressable market is 50,000, realistically... I, so I, I think, Dan, I think this would actually be a very good interview. If we could get someone from... Funny enough, the Ministry of Information or someone from ZTN to actually understand this because I'm I understand what they're doing now. I want to understand: Are they planning on remaining a geofenced station forever? So, if so why? So, as of now, apparently, uh, because of whatever licensing issues they did, for now, ZTN is geofenced to Zimbabwe. But the plan is, after a reasonable period of time. Someone kept banding around six months, but I don't think that's an official number. There were just numbers I was hearing. A year maybe, or whatever the case is, then they would look at the potential of opening it up to other territories. But even if that's the case, I don't think that solves the problem. Because six ZTN is impossible. Yeah, because ZTN makes, I mean, ZTN is making very, it's very Zimbabwean content. It's not regional news. It's not, it's very Zimbabwean content. So, even if it does open up, I mean, you know, maybe there's there's diaspora and whatever that might be interested but in consuming I, some of it. I would say that's fine. There's nothing wrong with very Zimbabwean content, Dan. Nothing wrong whatsoever. Up, I'm just I'm just saying yeah, in all terms of, us grew of numbers. Up watching Isidingo and generations. Do you think they were like, guys, we need to consider the Zimbabwean viewer in this? No, but we watched anyway. They were not. And but I think there's it worked that way round because there wasn't an alternative Zim, uh, a version of generations. No, there was. There was two six three. Uh, eventually they came 263 and when it came great people watched 263 but if 263 had existed and was running when generation started then it's unlikely that or not unlikely let me say probably a lot of Zimbabweans might not have even watched generations in the first place I'm just saying because there wasn't much choice or option in Zimbabwe lots of people started getting decoders and started tuning into South African programming whereas if there was already content it, fewer people would have hopped onto South African content the other way around might not work as simply, which is now that there's Zimbabwean content, people are not going to ditch South African content to watch Zimbabwean content. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Of course, we must have Zimbabwean content. I believe ZT and Prime are saying they're going to do 95% Zimbabwean content. Great. I'm all for it, 100%. I'm now looking from a, specifically from a business model point of view, which is if you have 50,000 potential, let's just say each decoder has two people watching, 100,000 addressable market. How much are you going to charge? What's the CPM for your adverts? What is, you know, and compare that to the other TV stations and other uh, forms of media. I find it, it's going to be very difficult unless there's a long-term plan maybe to go digital. But I noticed that ever since they launched, there's been very little that's available online and they're really pushing. We're available on channel 296, I think, or 294 on DSTV. Mm. Did you watch Soulmates, by the way? I actually wanted to watch that. I, I missed it. I haven't watched it yet, but I I, I would be keen okay. to check it out. I was trying to find the repeat so I can record it. Um, I'll I'll let's give that a watch, and then we'll report back next week. In fact, that'll be a fun thing to watch with our patrons. Yeah, I think it's something we should watch together. 
Um, so, Phil, uh, congratulations on the runners-up medal in the Champions League. It was a good run. No, it was good. It was good. That was a, um, a horrible game. I think we were off it. But, I, you know, I enjoyed it. At the end of the day, like, I, I actually, I, I felt bad. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Because it, at the end of the day, it's, it's a game. You know what I mean? Mm. And to be honest, if you told me beginning of the season, Phil, you guys are going to play every game this season. You're going to win two cups and you're going to be one goal away from winning the, not, yeah, well, two goals away. So f- you're four goals away from winning the Champions League and the Premier League as well. I'm like, what? I'll take that. So in retrospect, it was a good season. You get the only thing I'm sad about is money you want and... First of all, it's okay to like a team and admit it hurts if you don't win when you thought you could have won. Because Liverpool, at least at first, definitely I, played I better just than... Said that. I literally yeah. just said that. It hurt. I literally just said it hurt. Yeah. But so, I got over so, like, in this holding, no, at the beginning of the season, I would have... Hey, man, I'm, I'm hurting over here that we didn't make the top four. <laughs> We're trash. But it is what no, it is. I, but I've, I've said it to you before, Dan. I... Growing up, I think I had a much more unhealthy relationship with sporting, uh, sporting teams and fandom. And now I realize sports is entertainment. So I treat it the same way I, I treat a movie. Mm. Like I'll be invested in Doctor Strange. I'll do the, I'll read the comics. I'll, I'll look at the fan theory. I'll go into the movie really excited. I'll watch the movie. If it's bad, like the Eternals, I'll be like, ah, that wasn't nice. That was not a good movie. Disappointing. Mm. All right. Put that to the side. Move on with my day. Same thing with this. I was annoyed. Not a good, not a good result. But ultimately, whether Liverpool wins or loses, you know what's going to happen then? Now, I told you at the beginning of the show, they'll still be there. Football is a distraction. It's just something to keep your mind off. For 90 minutes, you just distract yourself. You have a good time. Then you go back to real life. So, so this whole delay. So I, I didn't follow the build-up. I remember... The game was supposed to start at nine. So I was at the thing to watch the, uh, I, I was at Queen of Hearts, watch the game at nine, then ah, 9.15, 9.20, 9.30. What's going on? Game eventually started at like 9.35, I think, or something. That, I, I think UEFA there, that's, the, what happened there was, 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 was bad. It was embarrassing, it was disgusting, it was bad. Um, so I, I actually read up on this. So do you want me to explain or do you... Do you have let's let's have a brief explanation. I've seen a couple of headlines, but I haven't properly read so, up on it. So I, essentially what happened is um, normally when there's any any football game, but particularly a final, you don't want opposing um, fans to be sitting in the same section. So you'll have one side of the stadium will be for the for one set of fans. The other side of the stadium will be for the other set of fans. So, and then leading to the stadium, you're going to have pre-checkpoints. It's almost like a concert where four blocks from the stadium, they're going to be people, they're going to block off most of the major roads. And if you don't live in that area, or if you don't have a ticket, you're not going to get through. And what this is done, it's done so, so that when you get to the gates, there's no rush at the gate because keep in mind, this is Liverpool. We still have the Hillsbury disaster. Weighing on us as as fans, particularly fans who are actual scousers who who know people or from that area, you know what I mean? It's a very big deal. It's why we have ninety six on the back of all Liverpool shirts, that type of thing. Mm. Um. So, according to people, reporters who were there, um, fans and reporters who confirmed this, 
there was a large number of Liverpool fans who traveled because France to Fr- France to UK is literally you catch a train channel bam you're there so they they're estimating there were around 70,000 um Liverpool fans in Paris that day however Liverpool were only allotted around 30,000 tickets mm. so there are individuals who are just there for the vibes there are people who are, who are probably going to be chanting and we're like let me see if I can sneak in or whatever that may be or they just might be there to just go to the city have a good time watch the game at a pub whatever if we win, we're part of the parade. If not, we, we can catch the train back to London. But wasn't there allegations of uh, fake tickets? <clears throat> I'm getting to that. Okay. So what UEFA then claimed was at the pre-checkpoints, there was a large number of... So once again, as you enter, as you get closer and closer to the stadium, you now get split up. So the Real Madrid fans go to one entrance. <clears throat> And the Liverpool fans got another entrance. According to Gabriel Marcotti, who's a well-respected reporter for ESPN, he says that the entrance that Liverpool were allotted was more susceptible to these jams because it's designed differently to the one where Real is. Mm -hmm. He also said not to be classes, but the makeup of the Real fans versus the Liverpool fans is very different. Excuse me. The Real Madrid fans culturally won were there four hours before the game. He says, two, a lot of these guys are international flyers. So they can, they just basically richer. They, they, they flew in. They look like they were wealthy. They maybe got higher class tickets or got um, a company to the stadium. So they were able to get in easily. A lot of the issues were on the Liverpool side. So there were allegations of fake tickets at the pre-checkpoints, which caused the backup at the pre-checkpoints. Instead of handling it at the pre-checkpoint area, for some reason, the Paris police were like, no, let them through. We'll deal with it at the gate. So now instead of having ideally what would be all the people with verified tickets at the gate, you now have everyone who's trying to get into the stadium at the gate, including those with with supposedly original tickets and those without. So like Jordan Henderson has come out and said his friend, who he, who he gave his club ticket to. Wasn't that Robertson? Sorry, Robertson yeah. was told that his ticket was, was fake. And I was like, it's impossible because I got it from a player. So I don't know what systems these people had in place. But as you see in the videos, the Paris police did not handle it well because they started pepper spraying people. And Joel Matup's brother got pepper sprayed with his pregnant wife as well. There's videos of, there's Mark Ogden who's got video of literally someone is just standing at the fence asking, where do I go? What do I do? And the police officer just pulls out the pepper spray. Bam, lets it go. Um, So they failed to deal with that. They were clearly understaffed. And now the game is starting. After even, this is, this is even after the delay, after we've been forced to deal with Havana, ooh, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> The game is starting. So people are like, screw it. Ah, ah, yeah. Do you know what, Phil? <laughs> why is every, everything is just messed? Everything is just messed up. <laughs> why was that? Then, why, what was that? And I didn't, like, I knew it was bad. But obviously on TV, if it wasn't for social media, we wouldn't even have this backstory as it was happening, right? Mm. But even when you're watching it on TV, even the front rows. Did you see how empty they were, Dan? 
I, I, I don't know if, if, if it was true, if it was a true or an edited screenshot. I thought I saw a screenshot of Camille Cabello complaining that people were singing very yeah, loudly in the stands yeah. while she was performing. No, because people were tired. They wanted, they wanted the game to start. So keep in mind, like UEFA is not communicating well and they're making it seem so like, if I'm a Real Madrid fan, I got in fine. I'm at my seat. I'm waiting for the game. The game should, should be started, right? I'm now being told the gate is being delayed because fans have come in late. I'm looking at my section. My section is full. The Liverpool section is empty. So I'm already going to assume it's the Liverpool fans. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with them? Plus, um, British fans and Liverpool fans already have a stigma in Europe for being hooligans. So there's that working against them. So also like, like who wants to see Camille? I, I, like I, I don't I have nothing against her, but man, like who's clamoring to see Camille Cabello at the UEFA Champions League final? Plus, like, also like, like choice like, of art. Like, come on, Camille Cabello. Who thought that was the artist to book? So she obviously she's a global superstar and whatever. But I would estimate her average fan base to be, let's say, eighteen. It's not football. It's not football fans, bro. Yeah, like, you guys couldn't get Bad Bunny or nothing. <laughs> Anyway, whatever the, I don't understand. It's just, I think the pandemic has just really has broken a lot of people. Because I don't understand what's going on. Anyway, uh, let's listen to some music, Philip. Let's listen to some music. There's oh, Dan, why would you say this article? It does not leave the country divided. Everyone in the country with common sense because your your tweet was quoted. My tweet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an article about the Air Zimbabwe food. First of all, first Look, of all, Mama made it. First of all, regional <laughs> flights. That is a good meal for a regional flight, guys. Come on, let's ah, be honest. Jack, bruh. Ah, Philip. Jack, bruh. <laughs> ah, Philip, 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 Philip. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> also compared to what Air Zim used to serve sometimes, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see yourself? Number two <laughs> behind Kandoro. <laughs> it's the article in iHeartHari. Phil is now. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Oh, what a life we live. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to some new music. Fendi, a whole bunch Fendi, of new music. a bunch of new music. Uh, congratulations to Feli Nandi for launching her album last week. Uh, I understand uh, many people are loving it. I haven't gone through it. Um, but y'all, yeah, shout out to Feli Nandi. She seems a lovely person. Actually, we met her now, I remember. Before you, before you get to music, uh, first of all, let's let's welcome let's welcome a patron. We're joined by a patron, uh, Mr. Madiwa Gavs. Hey, look, we've got matching microphones. Yay! Mr. Madiwa Gavs. What's up, guys? How are you guys? Oh, so you also got the... You also went for quality, my man. I see it. You know, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it plugged yeah. into? Uh, I usually have it plugged into like... Uh, Okay. Ah, the, 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 the Zoo, the H6. The H5, the handy that H5. The yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. That's, that's the five. Yeah, it's got the rail. Nice. Oh, mm. nice. That's nice. Okay. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, like, a man who who takes his craft seriously. We see you. 
Yeah. Um, welcome. So I I got a message from uh from a listener, um, yeah. a long time listener, and he he had seen a post on Instagram and it was like, "Yo, Phil, uh, does this make sense?" And I forgot to discuss it last episode, so I thought let me discuss it here. So it's an artist, um, a rapper who's claiming this is what NFTs can do. So I, he asked, and let me let me play the clip, and then I'll I'll, I'll have some discussion. If I sign to a label, right, I'm yeah. going to get an advance and they're going to take the revenue. They're going to take the publishing, right? So I said, why not give the publishing to the fans? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give my fans the opportunity like you. I'm going to put out a single. You buy the single, you get the NFT. That's a piece of the, the revenue, on some, on some Gary the ownership. So now That's you smart. can buy 10 singles. You can buy 100 singles depending on how much ownership you want of that song. Now, every time that song streams, you can see it in real time, the money going up of the NFT. It's going to be the first NFT that's backed by an action. NFTs are up and down. You know what the f*** is happening. Yeah. My is going to be, every time I, that song streams that you paid for, that you got an NFT for, the stream money goes into the NFT, so you make the money. What does that do for me? For one, it gives me the Oh, sorry. Because the fans are buying it up front. Yep. So now I don't have to wait for stream money that, to accumulate. So now that gives me an advance for my next project. So now the label is now the fans. <sighs> Let me stretch. Oh, God. So there's so much misinformation about NFTs. In fact, we've got the right person to even have here. You know, Mudiwa writes for a financial publication. But so. And he has a business podcast. Few, yeah. And in the past few weeks. We've seen the NFT bubble is starting to deflate. I want to say it's starting burst, to deflate, but it's starting to deflate. <laughs> Man, um, I think that ship sailed. Have you ever now. seen a, a balloon go? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening. So, but and I'm, I'm not trying to be smug or anything. I'm not trying to say I told you so. But I, I asked these questions at the beginning because, as much as anyone, um, I am not a stupid person. But what I don't know, I will research and I will try and figure out, okay, how does this work? How does this operate? I even bought a couple of NFTs, you know what I mean? And saw how the system works. And I was like, oh, I'm already seeing problems here. So there's a there's two videos. I don't know if I, if I shared them in, uh, with you guys, but there's a video called Line Goes Up, and there, which is a great, it's, it's a long watch, but it breaks down some of the issues with how people are approaching cryptocurrencies and NFTs. And then there's another specific video by on a page called Legal Eagle, which is about the issues with NFTs. I advise you to watch both of them, particularly the Legal Eagle video, because he kind of breaks it down better. But in short, an NFT is, as we said, is a non-fungible token. But even as Elon said, it's looking mad fungible. An NFT is supposed to be something that cannot be replicated or traded. So it's a fixed asset, right? By its very nature, that means it cannot be replicated. The way music generates revenue is via replication. So mechanical royalties are generated and with them, compositional copyright royalties are generated every time a song is reproduced and rebroadcast. Spotify, every time you play a song, if you don't download it, so if your favorite song is 
Camila Cabello Havana Hulala, and you don't download it to your device. You wake up in the morning, you play, play it, bam, so it streams. It downloads to your device. That's a copy. You don't save that copy. It's deleted from your cache. You play it at 12, at 12 o'clock again. That's another copy. Every time that replication happens, Spotify records that, and it pays out based on those replications. Those replications give you mechanical and compositional royalties, right? And there's a system in place. It's a very confusing system, but there's a system designed between distribution platforms, streaming platforms, record labels, and collection societies. That system is what we'd call in, in ter- for the terms of NFT off-chain. It works outside the auspices of the blockchain. So all this replication happens, even like if Dan plays that song on radio, Dan submits his cue sheets. Those cue sheets are then sent to the CMO. In Zimbabwe, there will be Zimura. Zimura then submits those CMOs to the IFPI. They are now told that Drake was played so many times. There's a figure that's calculated. Reciprocal arrangements are agreed upon. Money is transferred, etc., etc. All that happens off-chain. At no point is this discussed with anything on the NFT or on the blockchain. Because according to an NFT, an NFT comes with a smart contract. A smart contract is, is merely a program. That program says, this thing here, so whether it's a board ape, this song, this song belongs to this user. That contract can be viewed on OpenSea, for example. If that person sells that, that NFT to this other user, we can trace it and see this thing is now owned by this person. And that's what the smart contract does. But a smart contract is only as good as its enforcement. So, for example, if a smart contract says that when this thing is sold to this person, pay, pay user X two Ethereum and this user one Ethereum, that's dependent on the program and the, blo- and the API you're using. Because for the majority, all these APIs are running on Ethereum, communicating with each other and finding that user and paying them out according to all this. But keep in mind, even with all those transactions, there's still gas fees. You still have to pay for the transaction, which is very costly. So there's still money being lost. So you know, all I, that. Sorry, Mudiwa, go ahead. No, I was just going to say off the, off the top of just listening to that and even just your explanation, there's two very clear things that become that are, I'm going to call it suspect because obviously you don't just want to, you know, uh, my knee jerk reaction is this guy is just finessing people. Uh, but, you know, off the top, there's two big things. Firstly, this guy's basically crowdfunding a song. He's just calling it an NFT um, because I guess that's what's trending right now. Uh, but he's basically crowdfunding the song. That's your first issue. Second issue is, where his argument sort of falls falls on itself is that he says, I'm getting my money up front. And then it means that I don't need to, what you call this, I don't need the advance anymore, all of that stuff, right? But that's upon the premise that whoever is in at us, because you need to, it's like having a gate, right? You say that, let's say, I'm going to sell an NFT between now and next week, Friday, all the people that fund my song, 
you know, you guys are now in. And then, you know, whenever those mechanicals come in, you see them in real time, all of that stuff, you get your money. Right now, the problem is he hasn't gone into detail about that because this sounds like it's continuous, right? Because um, let's say you get your money up front, but people keep, let's say, funding and buying into this NFT, right? At what point, how do you, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, how do you reconcile to say that? You know, this person is getting was was in at this point, so they start getting paid here. But the people that started investing in August, do you understand what I mean? At least that, with the crowdfunding, that's you know exactly that done. that's exactly that's exactly the point. Yeah. And I think what, I get what you're trying to say. And I think uh, the caveat is the price of uh, of Ethereum. Let's say let's say it's a, it's an Ethereum based NFT. The price of Ethereum mm-hmm. fluctuates, right? So if someone ev- invests one Ethereum. When Ethereum is worth three hundred dollars, yeah. are we saying their stake is worth someone who invests one Ethereum when Ethereum is worth six thousand dollars? Exactly. I think that's also yeah. what you're saying, because yeah. that fluctuates, which is one thing. The other thing, and I keep bringing it up, and I mentioned it when Simba was on uh, a few weeks back. I was like, one of the issues I've always had with these things is what problem are you solving? Right. Mm-hmm. This actually does. This does not solve a problem that never, that hasn't been solved already. De La Soul have done this already. TLC did this already. If you want to give your your fans shares of your songs, you can do that right now. All you literally have to do is crowdfund. As you just said, you get their names. You give them details about how to sign up for, for, for a publishing house or a CMO like ASCAP. They'll submit their names to ASCAP. You give them the ISRC and the ISWC of the song and they'll collect royalties. There's... There's, you have not done anything novel here whatsoever. So it's finessing people. It's, it's also <laughs> like the problem is, so the idea of the blockchain as a, uh, the blockchain as a concept, which is um, basically an unchangeable ledger, right? That, that you, you couldn't, you can't hack air quotes or whatever, because it's on so many different devices. The, the underlying element of that is exciting because, Oh, the, the concept of it is exciting. The application of it is a little bit difficult at the moment. One of the first applications, obviously, was cryptocurrencies. Again, mm. the the concept Wait, was you say it can't be it can't be hacked. Well, the 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 idea is you can't hack. Obviously, everything given enough. Let's resources cross over time. to Seth Green right now. Seth Green, please come in. <laughs> so that that was that was not necessarily hacked. It was more social engineered. But anyway, still, still, the point is. <laughs> The, the 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 base idea of a cryptocurrency is wow we can have a currency that is decentralized and not tied to any country or it turns out it kind of is though because the economy is affecting the cryptocurrency but anyway even if that's the case where would you actually use it well there's all these like like hypothetical scenarios that you could use bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever. But as of now, it's purely speculative. Not purely. I mean, there's a few use case scenarios where people are actually using money for it or, or, for it or whatever. But even the people who are buying and selling are doing so mostly speculatively. Everything is a hypothetical use case. NFTs is even worse because the underlying technology, wow, the blockchain. Now imagine if we were to take digital art and then, great, but where would you practically use that? For example... 
I made this digital art creation. I can now sell it to you. Why? For what? There's no practical application yet. Maybe sometime in the future. I don't know. It might happen. But there isn't one. And it was all hyped up, obviously, by people who who were early investors and they were trying to make sure that other people get involved. So it is a scam. It's a scam. The blockchain is not necessarily the scam. Cryptocurrency itself is not necessarily the scam. The, The concept of an NFT is not necessarily the scam. The scam is buy NFTs now because they're going to be worth so much in the future. That's a scam. So, frankly, I'm tired of hearing about it because it's so obvious, it's so clear. Like, Gary V and crew, man, if y'all don't just shut up. Guys, if you'll allow me for a moment because I know that both of you are quite into the world of technology. So Hold on, let me, let me just me. see if let me just see if your patron is cleared for this one. Give me a <laughs> moment. We 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 are having problems. <laughs> Times are tough. Okay. No, I, I, I'm sure it does. Sure our our revenue has dipped by by 15% today alone. It's tough out here in the streets. I know I know you good. You good. You good. You just clear. Yes, you can now say what you're Go about ahead. to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say um, the issue of the, okay, I'm blockchain. I'm, I'm with Dan on this, you know, to say that nothing particularly wrong, but if you just allow me for a moment, I've been thinking quite a bit about blockchain and specifically cryptocurrency. Um, we're all aware of Moore's law that the power of computing, you know, um, it's, you know, more than doubles, you know, you know, so often, and then you have that exponential increase. That's the first mm-hmm. thing. And then the second thing is people often say that, you know, today's calculators, smartphones, et cetera, carry more computing power than, you know, what was used when people first went into space, all of that, right? Now, with these two pieces of information here, I've been thinking, a bit of a conspiracy theory, but I've been thinking that in the same way that a club is essentially a liquor store that draws you in with entertainment that all of this stuff about the blockchain and specifically cryptocurrency we all of our computers the ones that are mining or whatever are all being used to solve some problem that some organization is trying to solve that we don't have computing power for today that has just been my thing to just be like, whoever came up with this sort of like a ruse to say, okay, fine. We don't, we don't have a supercomputer that can do A, B, C, and D. But if we can get enough computers online, you know, to be solving whatever this problem is that someone is trying to crunch, you know, maybe we'll get there. And, you know, people can go wild with their cryptocurrencies and their NFTs and all of that stuff. But it's the mining for me that's always been an issue to just be like, why is it that cryptocurrencies have to be mined? These cryptographic equations and all of that stuff that they are solving, what are they for? What is the purpose of these things in the background? Like, who's benefiting from that? Sure, you get you get a coin, you get your value. But the person behind the scenes who these things, these equations that are being generated, what is that thing for? So it's just, you know, a little bit in the weeds, but, you know, it's just something I've always thought about. Mm. <laughs> Word. Stay woke. Don't be used by, by big crypto. 
Yo, actually, I'm I'm, forget, I'm spacing on the name because it's late. Dan, what's that type of uh, of computing that quantum been trying computing? To hack? Yeah, we go. So you think they 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 they're trying to create some sort of quantum computing? It's a device. hive mind, oh. a hive mind. They're or creating maybe, a hive or maybe mind. They found using with the our devices. Mm. Honestly, I think you you may you may or you may have a point. I think Bitcoin. So when Bitcoin first came onto the scene and I started researching it, it seemed like a novel idea. And someone like me who who grew up a nerd and you start seeing the value in the communities of open source software because when you think about it, there's open source software that does incredible things that took thousands upon thousands and thousands of hours to develop. And all these people say is, yeah, you can have it for free. Or if you want, just PayPal me. You know what I mean? No biggie. But you can get it. You can have it. Linux. If you want it, yeah, use it. If you want to, mm. if you want to PayPal me, it's cool. If not, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean, this podcast, we started with using Audition. Audition, amazing piece of software. Free. If you want to donate to us, yeah. If not, it's fine. Cool. You know what I mean? So I figured it was along those those lines where someone was trying to solve a problem for the greater good of humanity. But capitalism was just too strong and capitalism capitalized. <laughs> but And everything since has just been the worst parts of capitalism. I don't see how, especially in the this last year, I don't see like in 10, 15 years from now when there's regulatory regulator regulatory that yeah regulatory controls put in place i don't see how people like gary v and celebrities like kim kardashian are not at least fined or sent to jail for what they've done because essentially all this has been has been a massive pump and dump Mm. this is all a pump and dump and that is the concerning part because if you watch especially the legal ego video when he breaks it down, he's like, actually, guys, um, according to the U.S. law, you guys don't own squat. You yeah, do yeah that's, that that's the other thing I was thinking of as well. Like, you actually don't have intellectual property rights to what you think you do. You don't own mm. deadly squat. And also, what you think you own is arbitrary because anyone can go to the listing on OpenSea pull up the image in full resolution, mm-hmm. hit right click and save. So in a certain, I was joking about earlier, but if you haven't Googled, just Google Seth Green, um, board, board, ape, board, ape monkey theft. It's an hilarious story. But if this, if it does progress and does go to court, I think it's going to be eye opening because once this enters the courts, and judges now have to rule on this. I think everyone who spent hundreds of thousands of real dollars on cartoon monkeys is going to be left holding a very embarrassing bag. So I, I, I think Corey, was it Corey Doctor? Or Corey Doctor had a very good explanation of this. He was like, this is Web 3.0 is a necessary evolution, but it's the establishment of protocols. So we're establishing the blockchain protocol. We're establishing the Ethereum 2 network. We're establishing how smart contracts work. There's going to be no real commerce until Web 4.0. Mm-hmm. 
all this is just a gold rush to nothing. This is the this is the dot com bubble all over again. And it's sad that people have invested a, a lot of real money into this, but yeah, if you bought an NFT, if you can sell it, sell it now because ah, <laughs> my one. There's some artists who still swear by it's the only way that we can get paid. Blah blah blah, but. Uh. Get that money out. No, Rick Ross said it best. He said, like, you guys keep saying your thing. Show me. Show me what you bought with the money. Because, like, right now, if let's say, you, let's say you've got 100 Ethereum mm. right now in, in your wallet. And the other thing is, is this in a custodial wallet, like Coinbase, or is it in a wallet you control on your server? Because that makes a big difference. Because if it's in a custodial wallet, we saw what happened to Tethercoin. <laughs> and Tethercoin was supposed to be the stable coin of this and even tell the going couldn't handle it try withdraw your money and see how much you get i want to see i want to see like withdraw your 100 ethereum and see how much you actually get and especially in a market that's not liquid like ethereum bitcoin maybe but ethereum eh. yeah none of, none of it of, is liquid yeah i was actually i was actually about to say that um or, or as an extension to your thought um, feel about web, web point three to four. I'm thinking about all the people that have been buying up pieces of land in the metaverse, for example. <laughs> <laughs> A fool and his money are what? <laughs> ah, but guys, this is like capitalism. Capitalism is BS. Things are so bad in the real world. People can't find cabins. They're like, yo, I'm, I'm, let me spend real money and buy money in The Sims. I've got some land in The Sims right now, dog. <laughs> I just bought a two hectare plot on The Sims. Yeah, yeah, on Heyday. <laughs> I just got a new farm on Heyday, son. <laughs> Man. Yo, pe- people are playing Farmville with real money, yo. <laughs> 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 now nah, for ah, me it's crazy yeah. no, it's, it's just not making any sense just not making sense ah, what are our kids it? gonna say what are our kids gonna say when they look back at this time they're like what were you guys doing new music ladies and gentlemen there's a bunch of new music I'm gonna start with this yeah. uh, Lioness song Lioness is a rapper from Namibia she is featuring mm-hmm. Our very own Tammy depending, Moyo. Depending on scheduling, she may, she may or may not be on the podcast this week. Uh, but I, I think she would be a, a separate episode. Remember, Philip, we decided that. Ah, wait, let's see. Let's see. Anyway, here's a brand new song. It's called Bring Em Over, Lioness and Tammy Moyo. Mama, I just do it, I do not try 10 out of 10, poppy like you when I stop by I 
Shake it up, baby. Show me you ain't really about the buzz. I got friends, you got feelings, but you say we leave the club. If around, I'ma show you I ain't like them other girls. I got brands on me, baby. I'm a flashy little hun. Cock it up, baby. Show me you ain't really about the buzz. I got friends, you got feelings, but you say we leave the club. If around, I'ma show you I ain't like them other girls. I got brands on me, baby. I'm a flashy little hun. Bring a A nice hip hop, like Afro pop vibe collaboration. Lioness from Namibia, mm, Tammy really, Moy from Zimbabwe. Uh, I like, I like, she I like sounds, the short. It's nice. She sounds like this uh, Kenyan rapper. Um, there's a young lady called Silverstone Bars. Are you uh, listening to the song there, Philip? What jokes? Don't know what you're talking about. All right, some more new music. Our queen, Kiki Bad Bad, hooked up with Anita Jackson. Was a song called Talk. They don't know, let them know that we diverse. Call me crazy, diverse. And this is not cool, yeah, and it's not Yeah, that's, that's what's up. I like that, I like that, I like that. Okay, okay, what else is up, Dan? And nobody, and nobody, I wasn't right. Time, 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 time. Oh, yeah, 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 next one, next one, next one, next one. Okay. I love St. Flo. I can't remember if I played his new song, Gororo. I don't think I did. Mm-mm. I played that one. Came out two weeks ago. A man says, Antina appetite him jolo because Kunze Kunembava Negororo. Not too bad. He's got, he's got, he's got these dope bars. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Shout out, shout out to, the, to my man. Mm. The, the, there's a new song by um, Playground with Gemma Griffiths and Ricky Tyler. Yep. Um, shout out to shout out to Playground. They produced one of Ricky Tyler's finest songs, probably one of the best songs I've ever heard of South Africa. I'm so annoyed that they didn't push that song the way they did. They should have rather. Uh, but that's um, bad news. Which is the second song titled Bad News that Gemma's been on. <laughs> Don't pour me one more drink, boy, you know what happens. When Hennessy helps me think, yeah, I get bad habits. And I don't wanna do Oh 
over, I'm done wanting you Over, and I'm telling you Some other night it might be alright But right now I'm trying to keep my head on straight You're kinda getting in my way I've had a little too much, you've had a little too much That's not a good combination, cause with some persuasion I'll fall I think I like us better with the lights off, without the come down I think I like us better on our nights off Yeah, 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 yeah So that's, that's I mean, not only, that's not Gemma's only release uh, this week She hooked up with Murphy Cubic and Kyla Black for a song called Love Me Check it out. Massive. Cause this feeling's new to my body. You know the things that I need. You've been on my mind lately. Listen, you're a rare breed. Cause nobody do me how you do me. And I never fall easily. Before you, I've been tripping crazy. Chin dip, chin dip, chin. That was Kyla Black singing. Um. Okay. Let's do one out of four songs, Philip. You can choose. No, Mudiwa, you can choose one, and Philip can choose one. The new Pro Beats. Brian Jack, who did uh, Fire Emoji, he's got a song called Depression. Confused and Bazooka, a song called Kamunama Tokeku Bawa, or a brand new song from Cleo Ari, formerly known as Cleo, called Ja Bless. Um, I, I heard the new Pro Beat song. I did not like the vocals on that one. I was not a fan. Um, the Depression song, I, I heard it. I think there would be a great there would be a great ad for skincare, you know. Um, <laughs> Doctor Pimple Popper should put that as a, a theme song. I don't know, Philip. It feels very very timely for you know living in Zimbabwe right now. <laughs> and then uh, the new confused song apparently is the I guess is the next club banger. Confused and bazooka. Come now, my toke kubawa. Confused Come on, I'm a joke, go 
For those of you who don't speak Shona, this translates to the prayer of the club. So, Dan, is this a radio song? (laughs) (laughs) It's very much a radio song, yeah. It's very much a radio song. Likely going to be number one on several charts. The way it's moving. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed that that chat you guys had with uh, with Silent last week. Mm, what did you no, think? He really t- no, no, he's uh, he's quite a character. Mm. He's quite a character, but yeah, and I like the fact that he's very candid. Like I would never have thought all that about him. Yeah, he's very candid. I, I, yeah, I was never ready for all that realness, but it was dope. <laughs> Right, no, no, that's what we do. You know, what I mean, we just here, you know, just you know, what I'm seeing like give people the feedback. Spot we need, culture, you know, what I'm saying like a platform. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, so I think on that note, uh, we can sign out. Uh, in fact, uh, anything that you are feeling that you'd like to share, please. No raunchy Jamaican uh, booty bounce anthems <laughs> this time. No, but, no, no, no. I think the what you call this. I was actually feeling the 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 depression song you mentioned earlier on, just for vibes because I think it's it's one of those songs. Like I laugh at it every time I watch it, and it, especially wow. the fact someone's depression is it funny to you? No, man. I'm wow. talking about the, what's it called the video, the uh, the way that the video was shot, the dances and everything. Because you know I was a huge Pop Smoke fan, you know, back in the day. So. Um, I I think that I don't know. I I, I never would have thought of someone sounding like that in Shona. I think for me, that's uh, (laughs) so let's sign out with that song then. Let's do it. So then you can take it on to the end of the show. Um, once again, guys, thank you so much for supporting us. We need your support so much. So yeah, head on over to twobroketumbles.com forward slash donate to become a patron and you too can join the show. Be sure to follow us on the socials. It's Two Broke Twimbos at Danny That Guy at Phil Chard and at Mutniwa Gavs who's out there doing the business reporting and the so forth, but it's all behind a paywall. So for sec. Um... <laughs> You can also support us, by the way, just by sharing the podcast, liking, subscribing, just writing a comment. If you're using Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or whatever, just like give it a rating, write a comment. We would appreciate it very much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like, follow, subscribe to keep in touch with what we are doing. Uh, we will try and share like, you know, some exclusive stuff, but it's mostly going to be for the patrons. The best way to support us is just to go to mm. Patreon. Twobooktumbles.com forward slash donate. Dan, I think there's breaking news. There was a, there's just an, a ruling in the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case. Ah. Oh, it's gonna, it's, it said feminism back quite some time. I've been avoiding this because ugh, it's a mess, but yesh. One day ah, we must yeah. talk about it. I was, I've also been avoiding it because I feel like I need to know more before I say my thoughts. I, I know quite a bit, but ah. Don't worry. You know, that, that can be the first episode where we call my fiance. She's wait what? She's literally been watching the court live, the court case live. What's going on? She 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 puts it on and works. That's a comfort food. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, you know there's there's airing your dirty laundry and then there's what Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are doing. You see like, in the sheet. <laughs> yeah, that's dirty laundry for <laughs> 
Sha guys, if the relationship is so bad, <laughs> both of you are recording each other because you know you're going to use those what, what, I don't I, it's just ah wow. Hi right, boys and girls. We're going to get out of here. We're going to sign out with a new song from Brian Jack. It's called Depression and uh it's a great song you can move to dance to hopefully to lift up your spirits. Uh we'll catch you in the next episode. We sign out. We Brandy Brandy Condis.